Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Blacksmith's Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. <laughs> I hadn't decided what I was going to do. <laughs> you sounded hot. I don't know if you sounded half asleep or energetic. And I'm just like, it's yeah. just a man like Mo out here. She's big for your back. Blah, Done, blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> I'm so tired. Evidently. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm in a racist energy level. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and that just wiped <laughs> out all my energy. Just took it out. <laughs> nah, let's go. All right, sorry, not sorry. This is our apologetic segment where we do apologetic stuff. You know, yeah. um, actually, I actually had a comment from one of our um, our listeners. Oh, gosh. This so that it's not apologetics. Oh, no. So, like, um, so they, they, they like sent me a message saying, like, it, with, with the word in quotes, um, apologeticize. And I was oh, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I said that's not a word. And I was like, what's that word? And she was like, uh, you said exactly. it. <laughs> you said it last week and I told you it's not a word. Fam, sometimes you, when the need for a word arises, mm. you got to do what you got to do. And hey, that's what Shakespeare did. Just me. Fair enough. Even if you forget it two seconds later, in that moment, it was needed. Speaking of sorry, not sorry, before we go into it, because last two weeks when we did the, when, when I answered your question on mm. women leading, I've been feeling a way about it <laughs> since. No one said anything. No one's messaged me or anything. But I've just been feeling a way. And I feel like I made it sound like a one bro- one you know, one size fits mm. all sort of situation. Mm. And I feel like it's important to say that I don't necessarily believe that's true. Like everyone's unique. But I stand by what I said, just that I don't think it's a one one brush, you know, for mm. everyone. Because I, I, I said I said definitively that where there's a woman leading, it's an indictment <laughs> there's something wrong with the men. <laughs> I was like, I can't say that. I don't. I don't believe that to necessarily be true. Um, but yeah, I yeah. wouldn't. So, if we look at the biblical models and like mm. what is laid out in yeah. the Bible, I can't argue with that. That's the thing. Yeah, that's why I still I still stand by it. But it just I don't know the way I said it. I feel yeah, I it, feel the way about it's it. It's like sometimes the way we communicate biblical truths can sometimes yeah. come across harsh and cold. Yeah. But what about um, who was that one judge? What was her name? Deborah. 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 Yeah. She had was it Barak under her? Well, she told Barak that if you let me, if you don't come with me, all the glory will go to the women, and actually it did. But her story was like the perfect example of this indictment to the men. Yeah. That in her time, the 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 judge, the destruction of the enemy, everything went to the women, and it was specifically to say to the guys like you guys aren't doing what you're supposed to be doing. And it's like in the New Testament, whenever we see or hear of a female leader, it's always in conjunction with a male. Mm. So it's interesting that it's not almost they're not relinquished yeah. to or released on their own to do that. Yeah. But it's almost always in conjunction of a man. So yeah, it's it's something that I'm still wrestling with. Same. And same, just thinking about. Yeah. So yeah. because um, it, it's essentially we're trying to honour women and not yeah. belittle them or belittle their role and the gifting that they have for the church because every believer builds up the body. Yeah. And that's that's still f- belittling them right now. But How? so it's like, yeah. It's not trying to do that, but it's trying to see like realistically, what is it that, um, yeah, see how it goes. Hmm. Cool. Well, Moses in the hot seat this week. Yes, sir. Trying to go first, Peter? I shall. Cool. So, Moses, yep. there is a doctor somewhere in the world. In Africa. I, I can't remember. No, not in Africa. I think it's in, it's in either an Asian country or Russia. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, his research has been on taking cells and repurposing them. Mm. So at 
when 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 a baby is conceived, when a when a when an egg is fertilized, there's this orchestra that is so amazing that all the cells that formed have the potential to be anything. Mm. But then somehow, with seemingly no direction, mm -hmm. each cell knows what it is to become. Mm -hmm. The image given was of like a classroom of classical music instrument players. Mm -hmm. so you, you'd relate to this, and they're given an orchestra to perform, or they're mm -hmm. given a. Uh, I don't know what they call those things. No, it's, it's, it's not an orchestra. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Orchestra is the group. <laughs> yes, no, that's what I mean. Like so, so you mean like a concerto or something? Yes, sort? yes. They're giving something like that to perform. Okay. But no one's told, everyone can play every instrument and no one's told what instrument to play and they have to come the next day and perform this concerto. 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 Um, and that's what happens in the cells in the body. Every cell has a potential to be anything else. Um and without any seemingly direction, uh, any seemingly form of direction, uh, they know which ones to do. So this guy is taking cells and he's, or his research is around taking cells and repurposing them. Mm. Now, extrapolating this in my mind, what it will come to is something like they take two cells from X single lady that wants to be a single mother, mm -hmm. wants to be a independent woman. Mm -hmm. They make one of those cells a sperm, one of those cells a egg mm. fertilize it for her and she has a child from one person would such a child <laughs> go to heaven <laughs> so uh, from what I, I i haven't like heard anything in terms of the background other than what you've told me mm. and from what you've told me the stage at which um the cells are able to be anything is when it's just fertilized yes so well no 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 it's just it's early cells so stem cells so these are i think you get them in the bone marrow again i don't really know the science okay. on this but so they can still take it from a fully grown adult yeah yeah and they can okay yeah. i thought it was like a newly conceived fetus no, or no. and their stem cells when babies are born mm. so i think in the placenta yeah, or yeah, something there's, there's two types so, so you've got the, the bone marrow stem cells yeah and then you've got the embryonic embryonic yeah. stem cells yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at you yeah. look at you cheese yeah. I'm, I'm actually appreciative that yeah. man had the knowledge A level biology you don't know <laughs> alright peace so uh, <coughs> I didn't do A level neither biology neither did I <laughs> straight engineering um, so you can take it from adults yeah alright then that's that's interesting um, will they be classified as humans or ca can they be saved well yeah can they be saved is the question that's that's a tricky one um, that's why I asked it <laughs> only God knows um, true <laughs> at I the think, end of the time yeah like uh, yeah ultimately yeah, only God knows I believe that it, so what I would say is that it, it's not only it wouldn't only be just um, physical makeup that makes humans humans. Okay. So it yeah. isn't just the physicality. Mm. So um, when God, in the biblical description, when God created Adam and Eve, he breathed into them mm. and that's when it became human. Mm. And even in the book of Ezekiel, when he spoke to the dry bones and they came back in terms of flesh, mm. they still weren't human until the four winds, like he prophesied over the four winds and they came into them. And so I believe that there's something unique about that. Um, there's something unique that makes humans humans. Mm. And I think it's, it is, now in terms of the prophetic reestablishment of humans, 
um, which was representative of the Israel nation, like it didn't come through biological channels. It was prophetic. Mm. Um, and Adam and Eve arguably wasn't biological because um, no one, chicken and egg, mm. came first. But um, I would argue that God has put an order in place and anything outside of that order is almost out of that order. Right. So I would argue that you would need to not just come in a womb and be birthed, but be birthed of a man and a woman, mm-hmm. um, which would then mean that this person wouldn't necessarily be fully human. Mm. What if... <laughs> I actually have a B question but I'm just waiting for him to Okay, two questions. <laughs> yeah. One serious, one more one not so serious. Not serious question. Mm-hmm. What if the person was a transvestite? So both man and woman and their souls came from them. Does that can they produce both Oh, like is it transvestite or hermaphrodite? Hermaphrodite. hermaphrodite. Yeah, can they re- can they produce both sperm and eggs? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I but let's say they know. can, let's say they can. I yeah. don't I don't think they can. But if they could then that will be some weird form of incest. That would be incest. That would be incest. And yeah. so, like, yeah. most cases that I've heard in terms of incest, the babies come out with some mad genetic defects. Not always. No, not the first time, unfortunately. Well, I say unfortunately. <laughs> but no, not, not, the first, not the first generation. But if you keep on, for whatever reason, and it doesn't make sense, if you keep on mixing the same gene pool, you get weird stuff, which I don't know why, because, you know... I, I, heard, I heard a story about a father impregnating his, his daughter and like the heart was outside of the body Ew. not surprised yeah it was mad um, so yeah I, I don't know but I don't know about hermaphrodites if you could produce both and like just inseminate yourself that's nuts <laughs> that, that happened nuts. in the um, episode of, of Misfits did it? yeah like one of the characters had, had, had the ability to change between being oh, yeah, a guy yeah, and a girl yeah 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 and then he was masturbating as um as as a guy, and then he turned into a girl, and they but then he used the same tissue to clean up, <laughs> so he impregnated himself. <laughs> yeah, that did happen with this film. Yeah. <laughs> That's mad. That was a good series, you know. Still, <laughs> the first season was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 When they got the new powers, it kind of went downhill after that. Uh, uh, anyway, so the B, the B question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so no, 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 oh no. sorry, sorry, sorry. You've got you've no, got another serious one. question. Yeah. Serious question. Yeah. Um, if you made a clone of someone. Mm-hmm. Um, would that person have a soul? And if so, would they go to heaven? I don't believe they would. I don't I don't believe clones would have a soul. Um, and souls, the way people describe souls is metaphysical. And so, like, the definitions and stuff kind of fluctuate. But um, I, I would argue that, like, to be fully human is to come through the designated, like, natural human channels Mm. um which (coughs) requires male and female genetically like not re and it it's this almost comes into play when man starts playing god and it's very much like all right cool are we redefining what it means to be human yep (laughs) are we are we redefining what and like fashioning man essentially in our own image. So yeah, it's... Well, 
Yeah, sure. Um, let me pause this real quick. <laughs> okay, so basically, we've been kicked out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Had to relocate to the car. Relocated. <laughs> kicked out. Yeah. I think this is the equivalent of having to go sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> So let's finish our stories. Don't sorry where it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, we can reconvene another time. Yeah. So yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's get to the At least uh, both uh, of you got a question. Uh, yeah. And I think I think more um, answered sufficiently as well. Yeah. yeah. Even though I had a trap card ready to release, mm. but nah, nah. Let's. I'm kind of kind of curious now. Save it for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, today I preached. I was preaching on Hosea. Yeah. You're Hosea preaching on heresy. <laughs> no, I think it was quite biblically accurate. Like, if you do say so yourself, fam, the OGs came and said, "Yo, good research." I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> good research. <laughs> I did it myself. <laughs> research, research. So yeah. yeah, I did very research. And one of the things that I came across during my research was the significance of the fifteen shekels of silver Hosea paid for Goma to okay. get her back. Okay. So it and it turns out that, uh, well, I say significance, not significant, but. I found out that during that time, the price of a slave was 30 shekels of silver. Mm. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so Hosea will come back for, 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 for half the price Damn. of a slave. Quick question. How, mu- how many um, pieces of silver was it for Jesus? 30. It was 30 as well. Mm. Interesting. And yeah, and like when I found out, I was just, I was just a bit sad. Like, yeah. like, like raw. That's, that's harsh. Yeah, like how do you get to a point where you're seen as less than less than a slave? But but I think we the notion of slavery that we have is slightly different from the notion that they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And so even in um, using the word slave, we have immediate connotations within our context in which we were applied to it. Mm. But they like slaves owned other slaves. Yeah. Within biblical times, and that's that's mad. Where with like within slaves the ecosystem, <laughs> slaves had so much privilege and leeway that they can own property and have other slaves and have things under them. And, and the situation was so, the situation was so good that some people were given the option, or you had the option to to get not, free, yeah, to get free or to stay. Yeah, and I'll a lot of people stay. I'll just stay. I'll, so I'll be the slave. You know, you know that it's not. It's not the same. Just piss yeah. my ear and quit it late. <laughs> it's not like Kanye West. That, maybe that's what Kanye West was talking about when he said there was a choice. <laughs> but, <laughs> but some could argue in terms of like the Uncle Tom type character, who had a, a slightly better. Yeah. But even then, I I, I think given the option to be free or to be still like, under the still yeah. in that Uncle Tom, I think still. A lot with the situation that they were in, a lot they of people would have picked, picked freedom. Fair enough. Yeah, mm. but you're right in that, it, you know. Oh. Yeah. So thinking about that, I wanted us to talk a bit about value. Okay. Mm. In that, how do you ascertain what your value is? Okay. So like, if we if we start with the basics, mm. so let's say when when it comes to jobs, mm. is your value what your like the, the minimum you're not willing to be paid for a job mm. or is your is your value the highest thing someone is willing to pay for you mm. so like so, so, so like if you say i'm not gonna do a job for less than thirty thousand, mm. but people are only willing to, to pay twenty five thousand for you mm. are you worth the thirty thousand or are you worth the twenty five thousand i think if if you're going to look at it from like a job market perspective 
it is a market and so it's the 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 value of things uh, if if you're going by the market is determined by what the consensus is that we are willing to pay for this so if you're looking at a job market you're looking at maybe a role requires a master's degree in x right and for a master's degree in x the majority of companies are deciding this is how much we're willing to pay now you will have outliers you'll have someone that's like oh, i'll pay twenty thousand i'll pay fifteen thousand but then everyone else is paying i don't know uh seventeen and a half thousand for that job mm -hmm. then that becomes a value and you know whether or not you present something extra all they're looking for is the master's degree and so that master's degree is worth on average seventeen thousand five hundred mm. and that's what's determined by the market now, whether or not that's what you want to accept is whether or not you determine your worth by the market or if you feel like you bring something that the market isn't requesting or looking for but that the market needs. Hmm. And then you're able to say, well, I think I'm worth this much because of X. But I think if you're just looking at the market and how the market determines value, it's supply and demand. It's what the consensus is. Hmm. We're willing to pay for this. One um, differentiation that I found very, very helpful and it's not particularly uh, specifically on value, but rather worth, as Peter was talking about, mm. is that there's there's a categorical categorical difference between worth and net worth. Where worth is like your worth as a person, just as a living, breathing human being, but your net worth is what you actually bring to the community. And so, if you're in a law firm, your worth will be as equal as a CEO, but your net worth is not as equal to the CEO because he has built this firm, like the firm is his. Mm -hmm. And so within that organization, net worth is built by how much you've brought to the table, like your expertise and stuff like that that you've brought to the table. And so even if you have a high value or you view yourself highly worth-wise, when you come into the marketplace, they're not necessarily approaching your worth, they're approaching your net worth. In the, in the regard of, as Peter was saying, do you meet these criterias? Can you, do you show competence in the roles that we require you to? These are the, these are the figures that we've associated to these levels of competence. And so it's not necessarily speaking onto your worth as a human being, but rather your net worth as to what they can yeah, get from get you from within you. that yeah. organization. Yeah. And I found that helpful for me, because it is like, especially like self-employed and stuff, it's like I've I believe that my work is worth this uh, this amount, but if no one's willing to pay for it, then what do I like quote unquote cheapen my value to pander to the market, or do I demand that they step up to my level? And there's there's a bit of like different people will kind of fall into different sides of that argument. Um, so yeah, I think like perspective is something that factors into it a lot but yeah just the difference between worth and net worth is something that i found very interesting quick aside <laughs> when it comes to the podcast mm. who drinks got the highest net worth <laughs> <laughs> definitely trap not robert. card huh? trap definitely card what do we definitely not be are you gonna throw me out straight away <laughs> I, yeah, think I think this is between me and i'm joking um <laughs> I think I think the great thing about the podcast is everyone brings something a little bit different. Mm. So no, 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 no
Okay, if you want, it's hey, going to be controversial. It's no, going to be controversial. Robert's going down the route of the, the, the apostles going to Jesus. Who will be the greatest in the next season? The yeah, person yeah. who's the least. So I'm going to say, I don't have the greatest. No, I'm joking. If, if, no, um, if, if we're to say... That false humility. I do, think, I do think everyone brings something unique and something different. And I think mm. that's what makes this one, this podcast, unique in that you've got, we've got very different perspectives. When people listen, like, and, and if we're going to determine our worth, if we're not going to be caught up in our own hype or, or be tricked by our own bias we we have to base it on maybe what the feedback has been has been and for me what the feedback has been is when i'm not there people notice when you're not there people notice when most not there people notice <laughs> not <laughs> 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 most of the people don't notice <laughs> not just because of the um different voices but because there's something that's not brought mm. now Again, you get someone else in, and I think by virtue of the, the, the nature of the podcast, they're able to bring something as well. But everyone has something unique that they bring. Now, if you want to talk about, <laughs> if you want to talk about worth, net worth, yeah, I pay for the stream, innit? <laughs> <laughs> I had trump card. Man, I'm lay down go. the I'm going to go with that. Man, so. lay down the trump card. Hey, if it's net worth thing, then I ain't bringing nothing to the table apart from my voice. Because Robert's got a recorder, he's got mics, he's got everything. Peter's got the same thingy, but he owns the, the domain that we actually putting it, flinging this out on. You say own, pay for, mate. Well, pays for. <laughs> it's, on, it's under your name. <laughs> and so, like, I, I bring nothing to the table other than my voice. But um, it's insane in terms of like the podcast. It's almost arguing who holds most sway within the conversation. Yeah, so like let's say we got signed by someone, and mm. then and then we're going to get money for what we do. Who do you think would get most money? Oh, but I think I think we said this at the beginning that we'll, we'll split it. We'll split it three ways. Maybe maybe. I mean, we, that's if we're all. Um, put it in the same way. Yeah. Well, no, 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 so, no, 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 no. I mean, like, if 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 they, if they all came to us as a group, like, like, right. if they came to us individually to like, to like, um, negotiate. To negotiate. No, no. So, so no, so that they want the furnace, yeah. but they're negotiating fees individually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I know that robot would be like, let's do the negotiations. I'll be like, no, let's put all of us into one room. So that we can all hear the, co- the nah, numbers nah, nah. on the table. <laughs> no, but you know that's intentional. That's why you don't see someone else's pay in your yep. job. It's very intentional because, like, it, it all depends on your negotiation. I don't though. think I'd want to know what you guys would get it. <laughs> I wouldn't care. Yeah, I wouldn't care. I I would say like let's split it three ways and then maybe pay for the stream or something. Like we'll take the stream out and then we'll split the rest between oh. us, kind of thing. But <laughs> nah, I, I, and and that's the thing. Like I don't base our worth on that. If that makes sense, um, I base our worth on what we're able to bring, and everyone brings something unique and different. I mean, that's all well and good when there's no money being presented to us. No. <laughs> Do you know what? Robert's, Robert's twice brought up topics yeah, regarding <laughs> money, so I'm just like, Robert's ready to drop us. Fam. He's preparing us mentally. I'm not. As soon as money comes, <laughs> Robert's gonna drop us. See ya. <laughs> like, no way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just thought it was funny. I think. I think it's like, so, um, I think like both Peter and myself, I'm pulling out trump cards again, Peter and myself have like put in extensive time theologically. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> I did not see Yo. that coming. I did not see oh, that coming. I've had that dive vision. I'll put my back right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I 
Because it's a trump card. Trump card. <laughs> nah, but you, you, you've, you've got a saving grace, though. Like, we've put in extensive time theologically. And this was, like, way before even a podcast where we, we like, put in hours just studying the word and even, like, going back and forth with each other. Um, but that's not denying the work that you're currently putting in. So, like, you're studying Hosea, like, giving messages and the OGs are like, yeah, your research was dope. Like, you're bringing elements of the Bible that we didn't necessarily have. But I think that's what makes it so beautiful is that you, you are more well-grounded in the world. That track will be worldly, you know? Take that however you will. I'm grounded in the world, you know? That's like a Hosea <laughs> prosecute type compliment backhand. I don't know what's going so, on. <laughs> it's well, in the world, nah, so it's like you you got your ears to the streets. How about that? I really don't do. But the, the thing is, you <laughs> it's like we won't we won't know certain things until you bring them up that's happening outside of the, the word almost. Okay. So like you might say, Oh, did, did you see this article? No, nah, let me have a look. So more time when you bring something up on a podcast. I'm Google searching it as you're mentioning it, just to get just to kind of get background information, mm. and that's that's an element. And like all the topics that we talk about, you m- most of them you bring. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. And so it's like e- even with our trump card, there's still that element in which you almost ground it in day to day life. Yeah, and and to be fair, like when I was thinking of the people to to be on the podcast. Um, not 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 to not to downplay what Mo said, but anyone can bring what I bring, or anyone can bring what Mo bring that has done the time, and not pe- many people have done the time. But I felt like the unique perspective that Robert has, which is mostly just inflammatory and like stirring and like trying to cause trouble, but I felt like that was something unique that only Robert, or of the people I know, only Robert could bring, and so there's some worth in that. I do bring well. that stirring. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I said you're firmly grounded in the world. <laughs> Straight. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I think that like we all bring something yeah, unique no, to absolutely. it. Yeah, and absolutely. And in that, um, I I have never like even now I'm struggling to kind of process the question because it's yeah it's just I've never really viewed the furnace from that perspective, mm. um, and I wouldn't like to. Um, I, I don't think it would be the right perspective. That's a problem. Mm. Because of what the furnace is, I yeah. don't think it would be the right way to look at it at all. Yeah. 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 Speaking of, of, of the worth of a workplace, you didn't mention how you gauge your worth. So, like, in your job, what you do right now, yeah. are you happy with your pay? <laughs> and do you think... Does someone like your work listen to this? No. Okay. Safe. Good. So... Like, what what do you think of your worth and what you contribute to your workplace and how much you get paid? I think if I wanted to, I could lobby for a bit more pay. But you're balling, so you're all right. No, 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 no. But before I make that proposition, Mm. I just want to make sure I've got all my ducks in order Mm. so that no one will say nothing. Mm. Like, yo, I do this, that, that, and actually. And, like, if, like, the stuff I do outside of my job description, Mm -hmm. like, if you're paying someone to do that, Mm It would be a lot more for what I'm asking for. Yeah. Mm. Somebody's going to cut me the little bit on the side, you know. <laughs> Everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's um, fair enough, yeah. But yeah, but then, again, it, I, um, I, I guess it just goes back to that thing of, you may think that 
let's say I'm, I, I feel like I'm worth like another extra like three thousand a year. Um, an employer who's who's maybe had like so many so many more years of experience, they see what I'm doing. I think in the grand scheme of things, it's not really that much. Mm. Maybe it's worth like an extra five hundred a year. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, let's be a bit more serious. Okay. So a phrase that gets um, thrown around a lot is finding your worth in God or Christ. So mm. like, what do you guys think that means practically in like day to day life? Does that get thrown around a lot? Especially when it comes to girls. Okay, 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 okay. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Um, and working in working with youth, that, that does get thrown around a lot. Yeah. Okay. Your worth. I mean, for me, it's uh, and uh, as evidenced by the fact that I was even asking the question. I think that should be it, it should it should go without saying. The fact that Christ died for you determines your worth. It determines this was the price Christ was willing to pay mm. for you, his life. That's it's as simple as that for me. Um, but when you start talking about knowing your worth, like especially when you said in relationships, I I see that completely differently in that it's well if you know your worth then you won't go and sleep around with x-men or you know won't be treated by you know stuff like that so i think that's maybe a different a different perspective that maybe i'll speak on later on but for me worthy in christ is determined by his death and the fact that his death was to pay for you and your sins and bring you into relationship with god and that to me is the greatest um display of of, of your value um I, I think that can be done. Mm. And then from that, but but so once you know that, how should that change your mindset of you, of yourself in the world? I, I think the first thing it should change is your your mindset towards God. And if you know that your sins have been paid for in excess, and so now you have access to God in a way like that Moses did, or in a, in a more significant way than Moses did, or that Jacob did, or that Abraham did, where now he can make a tabernacle out of your body. So God now has found you worthy a place of living in by virtue of Christ's death. Your relationship with God is solid. And therefore, just as if I had a good relationship with the queen, I know I've got her backing in certain things that, that will that will influence how i conduct myself whether or not to the to the right where i'm like i'm the queen's friend so let me not do something stupid or to the left where i'm the queen's friend and therefore i can do something stupid because of my relationship with the queen that will affect how i go about my day to day and so knowing how my relationship with god is now not only repaired but fixed beyond even what abraham had to the extent where now he lives in me that should affect how i walk around on this earth knowing that I've got God in me. Yep. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm. So that's that's my that's my perspective on the matter. Anyway. I think um so I've had had a supervisor I was having the same conversation with. Um but this was like directly related to my view of my worth and I came with the same perspective as Peter came up came with and it was very much like like Jesus died for me. And he was like, let me just stop you there. And it was like, before he even chose to die for you, he chose to create you in his own image. Like, yeah. you have God's fingerprint on you. Yeah. And it's like, it, is, it almost transcends, our worth transcends. It, our worth, 
not that it comes before because God created us with Christ's death in mind but in that in the in the trajectory of our lives we are born before we meet Jesus even though God has created us with Jesus's sacrifice already in mind Mm -hmm. and so our worth from birth Yes, it factors in Jesus' death, but it's also built upon us being image bearers of God, that we're created in his image, and he has seen fit to bless us with that, to leave a unique fingerprint on every single person. Mm. And that even, like, we were dead in sin and Christ still died for us. And it's only almost confirmation of the unique divine fingerprint on us. And Jesus died for us. And so it's like, even those who aren't in a relationship with Jesus, humanly speaking, still carry the same worth as we do because they're still created in the image of God. So how do you think you go by reconciling? um, You know, okay, so I know that I'm... No, not worthless. That's not not right. Priceless. Hey. Not the same word. <laughs> nope. That's definitely not yeah. the same word. Yes, I know. Imagine you're trying, to, you're trying to pay a compliment to like your girl, but you confuse the words. Oh, um, you worthless, lovely yes. thing. Yeah, you have no worth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so how, how do you reconcile that um, with maybe if you're in a situation where you're not being respected or your your situation is like kind of crap? Mm. And then it's like, well, if I'm so priceless why am i living such a squalid life i I would firstly just remind us of the fact that the world is broken and so our perception of our worth is broken our living out of our worth is broken other people's perceptions of our worth is broken but it doesn't mean that we need to um sit and accept that brokenness um, so in an abusive relationship, if you remain in it due to psychological pressures or whatever, you're arguably permitting that that broken reflection. Um, and I say arguably because there are so many different factors that contribute to people remaining in those situations. Um, so yeah, I think re- recognizing that even though we are created in God's image, we're still broken. And we do need, as Peter was rightly um, addressing, we do need to be in a relationship with Jesus to be moving towards um, sanctification, reflecting the rightness that we, we were always meant to, to reflect, the full image of who God is. And it's in Jesus we find, it's bizarre that we say, well, it's funny that we say Jesus is fully God and fully man, but in Jesus we find the true reflection of what it means to be human. Mm. And so as we're not living that true reflection, we're all broken. But the more we have fellowship with him, the more we're moved from glory to glory. We're moved towards reflecting Jesus. And it's in that reflection where we get to recognize our worth and the worth of others. And if you're not in that actively, you're then more susceptible to accept broken images of worth and broken reflections of what your worth is and that sometimes contributes to people remaining in a situation that um, breaks their self-image of what their worth is Um, but I believe that as you were asking initially practically how do we do that 
it's by being with Jesus in a relationship in, in which we we meditate on what he pronounces over us and we we get to know ourselves because part of knowing God is also knowing ourselves knowing who he made us to be mm. and as we get to know ourselves and get to re like reaffirm what Jesus says about us to ourselves we then get to move more and more into a healthy relationship there isn't a like clear cut do this fast for 40 days and 40 nights and you'll be sorted nah it's not that it's a relationship it, it grows there's peaks and troughs like it goes down sometimes but just moving in that right direction Pio's gonna say something yeah no I, was, I, I agree I agree um, entirely and I think to add to that because you mentioned you know maybe sometimes being in a not so great situation mm. um and I, I took the, I had the inclination that you were talking like financially even. I think mm. it's worth noting like when it comes to even poverty or not having enough and, and being, you know, literally being hungry, even in those circumstances, Paul said he knows how to abound and how to abase. And there are, there's still provision made. And, and I think God still cares for that person and says, you know, don't worry about what you eat because God takes care of them, the birds of the sky and the flowers of the earth who are there today uh, and, and gone tomorrow. How much more you who are, in his own words, more important to him. So that worth again comes into play and, and it becomes a, a testing of, or a teaching of relying on God to prove what he said, that you are worth it to him and to provide for you in whatever way he chooses to, mm. to do so. I think when when you guys speak of that, I, I just think of just the whole crucifixion and just like Jesus having to go through everything that he went through, mm. being mocked and everything. Mm. Like, if he wasn't secure in like who he was, mm -hmm. he could have easily tried to show the people who he was, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm. But because he knew yeah. who he was in God and he knew what he was meant to do. Mm. Yeah. He didn't have to, to to prove it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I feel like you're gonna have to pick. You're either gonna see your value through God's eyes or through the world's That's eyes. Right. Mm -hmm. You can't do both because God measures things with a different metric yeah. Than, yeah. than the yeah. world does. And it's, it's fascinating. We we spend our time trying to prove ourselves to others, mm. whilst in in actuality we're trying to prove it to ourselves. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just, it's interesting. Um, and yeah, like during the, after the 40 days, the devil came to Jesus and was like, if you are the son of God, prove it by doing this. Mm. And Jesus did not feel the need to do that. Yeah. And so th there, there was that assurance as to, yeah, this like, yeah, this, yeah. this is who I am and I don't necessarily need to prove it. And, and it's, it's, Im it's important, I think, as well to recognize how, the devil always tries to attack that sort of identity, that sort of um, your, your understanding of your worth. Um, he did it in, in the Garden of Eden where it was mm. like, oh, you know, if you eat this, you'll be like God and he doesn't want you to be like him. Mm. Whereas, you know, God had demonstrated that he loves them more than anything or, he, or, or they are very important to him. For them to, their lack of understanding, or Eve's lack of understanding of that led to her thinking there is something better. Or, or or she can have more worth if she's like God and knows good from evil, yeah. which turns out, you know, wasn't so true. Well, but you know, as long as you, you know find your value in Christ. Do you know what? I f just saying that, it just 
struck me, what Peter just said struck me in that, like, she sought to find worth in being limitless without recognising that limitations actually, like, enhanced her worth. Because mm. mm. in trying to be like God, she lost yeah. the worth that she actually had. Yeah. Mm. But in being human, who she's created with those limitations, she was actually enjoying the fullness of her worth yeah. in right relationship with God. And so in embracing your limitations, you're actually, like, embracing your worth. Yeah, yeah. Which almost sounds backwards. I think the perfect example is the satellite kites uh, image, mm. where you know the kite thinks that the oh, that's a line that holds it to you know the earth is preventing it from flying, mm -hmm. but then that limitation is the only reason why it's flying. And to destroy that limitation, to cut the line holding the kite, it's not actually going to fly. It's just going to eventually drop down to the ground and be useless. Crash and burn, baby. Crash and burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think that'd be a nice place to round up. Oh, two parts. Yeah, two part podcast. Yeah. Just cool. We're yeah. Just a bit pressed for time today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hookups. Hookups. Um. So I'll go. Okay. okay. Um. <laughs> I have to do this quick before. Okay. If Spotify tries to start working. So there is a um. Spotify, don't shake me. All right, I won't go first. All right, I'll, okay. I'll go first. Oh, sorry. No, you go first. All right, cool. So my hookup is, I'm not actually sure of it, but I just saw today that Ravi Zacharias is going to be having a conversation with Ben Shapiro. Ooh. I don't know if you guys... I know, I know Ben Shapiro. Right, right. Maybe spicy. So <laughs> Ravi Zacharias is like, I love the guy. He's an apologetic, uh, apologetist, um, theologian, yeah, he just loves that. He's so soft-spoken and so nice. Ben Shapiro is... an Orthodox Jew. An Orthodox Jew. Is he gay? I think no, he's, no, he's married. He's got oh, a wife okay. and kids. All right. But he is very... What gave you that impression, Peter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, very, he's very confrontational on some things and he likes debates. Yeah, he's, he, he, he's, got he's very much in, in like the political yeah. sphere of things. Yeah. He's got controversial views on stuff. Um, he's not Christian. He's Jewish. He's Jewish. Yeah, and I don't think he believes it. Well, obviously, he's Jewish. He doesn't believe in Christ. Um, but, yeah, no, he's not an, uh, a Jewish Christian. He, he's not Christian. Yeah. But I think it's going to be a spicy, beautiful conversation. And I love Zacharias. So, um, Is there a link? I just saw it on Ravi Zacharias's Instagram. And I saw it in passing, like, when you were coming. So okay. this the hookup is go to Ravi Zacharias's <laughs> Instagram and check out the link to the conversation. I think it's happening soon. Um, but check that out for by all means check that out okay yeah. okay so my hookup is a blog um called hope's ministry okay um it's a blog by um a couple in my church um long nice. story short they wanted to go into ministry this year um is it, is it okay to say this now yeah, it will be okay. Yeah, so basically, um, they watch out. <laughs> Robert's pastors call him for a uh, uh, meeting. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, they Robert, so, my Mark, Robert, we're calling you in. M Matt and Emma. Matt and Emma. Sorry, sorry not Emma and Mark. Emma and Matt. Sorry, Matt and Emma. Matt and Emma. Emma Matt and Emma. So why are we so. saying the male name first? No, because I know the male name. I know the female name. Sorry. Yeah, that's why are we saying the male name? I know. Yeah. So you was, you said Emma and Mark, because I and then when sure he was correcting it, he said Matt first, and then Emma, and then you said, well, I'm just being controversial for the sake of being controversial. <laughs> <laughs> I've just always said Matt and Emma. 
I just anyway, like shout out to Pastor Matt and Pastor Emma. Yeah. Um, Ooh, male first. Ooh. Shout out to Captain Emma and Captain Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so, so, so anyway, um, yeah, so, so this couple, The Hopes, um, were looking to go into... The name is The Hopes. The Hopes, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, they were they were they were looking to get going to the training college this year. Um, their application was unsuccessful. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So it, it so it's it's kind of put a dent in their plans. Mm. So, so so like this blog is just like their journey from now, still I'm pursuing mm. pursuing that. How do you? That's good. I'm wondering why it was unsuccessful. It's a long story. Okay. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm. Oh, we could have them on the on the podcast sometime. Yeah, because most most like people just like, oh yeah, come come come. Oh no, nah, nah. nah. Within nah. the salvation, just like a whole not even within the Anglican Church. There's, yeah. there's a whole discernment process, and you can get rejected. And then like after discernment's gone through, there's like a three year training, and then there's a three year curacy before you're set free to run your own church. That's good. It's good. Like it's supported. <laughs> like you're really supported through it. So three years worth of training, like theological training, reflections and blah, blah, mm. blah. And then three years curacy where you're essentially an assistant pastor. Wow. Like working in somebody else's church and mm. learning from them. So you're getting three years worth of hands-on experience mm. running a church. And then after the six years, you're then left to go do your own, like that's, run your own church. That's good, man. That's and really like good. when you're running a church, you're getting paid, you're getting like a vicarage, you're getting a place to live. So you're actually supported <laughs> through it. These times, you remember the guy at the gym? Mom. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I don't know when he got saved. If it was bro, bro. Well, all I, of a sudden, he's opening churches. Do you know what? Not. Like the guy was running a church and to be honest, I don't think he was saved. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. That says everything. But yeah. It was just mad. Um, but my... Hook up mm. is a track from man like Lecrae, okay. um, Lecrae and Jay Givens, John Givens. Has that been released? John Gibbs, John Gibbs, John Gibbs yep. yeah, yeah. Okay, California okay. Dreaming. Okay, fam, the track is dope. It's he, been on repeat. I, I saw a snippet of it. Yeah, I saw a snippet, and finally, I saw the snippet, and that made me go and listen to John Gibbs instead. <laughs> I just had to listen to his like Soul Rebel and some of his yeah. new his new stuff. But, John yeah. Gibbs and and it's like I find it, it like the whole vibes was just one that I was just John like Gibbs yes is underrated you know he's hella underrated he's but the thing underrated. is ever since he he got signed to a um like a normal record label yeah. the whole Christians I say the whole like, from what I can see the Christian scene have kind of dropped him. Is he the what? one that was gay? That's no, 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 that's John, that's John Jay Givens. That's Jay Givens. I need to just get different names. They do, they do. But yeah, Gibbs, yeah. no, John, John Gibbs. I mean, like I've been listening to his content, and it's not, it's not explicit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he uses the N word. He swears a bit, but it's not, it's not explicitly unChristian, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I'm a bit, I'm a bit confused by him, to be honest. Uh, I won't lie. But yeah, yeah. Nah, he's, uh, he's. So yeah, he's it was, it was, it was interesting, and I vibes with the fact that Lecrae's done the track of him. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just like yeah, like there's no swearing in this. It's all it's all kosher. Yeah. But yes, it it's very much like um. There's a there's a vibe on it, but I can't remember the name of the song. It's one of the crazy old songs, but yeah, it's cool. So that's that's my hookup. California See. Dreaming, a single by One One Six, Lecrae, and John Gibbs. Hey. Cool. All right. Um, shout out to Reed for the intro outro music. Yeah, yeah. Calvin Turner for the ordinary amazing logo. Yep. You can find us at Twitter at the UK. You yeah, yeah. can email us at tbsfans at hotmail.com. <laughs> oh, and can I just say that I look after the, the emails. If you're trying to get hold of any of the furnace members, <laughs> ain't happening. <laughs> Robert will pass a message on. Yeah. 
al mic. Pero yo no ando por You can find us at SoundCloud.com forward slash the Black Suspense No Apostrophe on all good podcast websites and apps, including Spotify, iTunes, and everything's there. The Black Fit Spence with an apostrophe. I think that's everything. Is your blog up and running now? Yes, sir. Couple the, weeks in, so yeah. Hmuseh.tumblr.com. Um, yeah, so H M U S E H. Is the 66 coming back anytime soon? Not this week. Not this week. It's coming. Okay. It's definitely coming. And then we bake when it comes. Mm. But not yet. Chase! Yeah, yeah, not yet. If he says so himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to... I don't want to start and then have to stop. Yeah. So I'm trying to, like, make sure I've got a good routine. And, yeah, Z is just not not, not, not on that right now. Mm. So, yeah. Cool. And I guess this is a Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blow. You're welcome. <laughs>